is launching a secret Falcon Heavy launch later this month. And we have more information about that. They have two payloads on this Falcon Heavy launch. One of them is super secret. The other one we know some information about, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, I want to tell you about what's happening with the rocket. There's three boosters, B1064, B1065, and B1066, uh, 64 and 65. Both will be landing. 66 will be expendable. Now, they have something inside of this Falcon Heavy in the, uh, the fairing area. It's a U.S. Space Force 44. So this is a classified mission for the Space Force. That means we don't really know anything about what's going to be happening with one of the payloads. But we do know the second payload. It's the Tetra-1. And I want to share some information with you about that real quick before we move on here. The Tetra-1 mission. Uh, prepared for launch after 15 month integration. So the Tetra one, this is from the Millennium Space uh, website and Millennium Space Systems is a Boeing company. So this is directly from the source. Less than 15 months after contract award, Millennium Space Systems has designed, manufactured, assembly, integrated US Space Force Tetra one satellite. Now this is fast. Usually these things take a year, maybe two years, depending on the payload possibly five years to get these things up and running, but they did it in about a year and three-ish months. So that's really fast for one of these things. Improving the U.S. Space Force's ability to advance the Tetra One technologies more quickly. So that means in the future, they'll be able to do more of these launches quicker if this goes off without a hitch. If they figure out how to do this properly every time, they can kind of make every single system faster and faster and faster and faster in the future. So Tetra-1 is a microsatellite created for various prototype missions in and around geosynchronous Earth orbit. Tetra-1 was the first prototype award under U.S. Space Force's Space and Missile System Center's Space Enterprise Consortium Other Transaction Authority. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's a big one. <laughs> it's a long one. And I don't know why they named these things that. that. Why are they so long? Could somebody from the Space Force tell me, why is this so long? Anyway, let's go back to what this is all about. One of our primary goals goal is to be more agile in development and uh, deployment of innovative space assets. So basically what they're saying is, look, we want to do better, cooler things. You know, we don't want to spend five years on something. We have to be nimble. We have to move as fast as technology will allow us. We don't want any sort of red tape in the way. We don't want any hurdles. So that's what the Tetra One mission is all about. Getting this thing from idea to build, to fly, to deploy, to do the work, whatever the work is. We're not exactly sure what the work will be for these future missions, but the Tetra One mission is basically a prototype for all of those future missions. So it could be super secret missions, could be just normal everyday, um, you know, spy satellites, which is also pretty secret. But the first one, um, 
By leveraging OTA contracts with programs like Tetra One, we are expediting the execution of new space development missions. The partnership we've developed with Millennium Space Systems allow us to create and feel the dynamic pathfinder capability to meet the future space warfighters' needs. So basically what they're saying is, we might need something in the future to fight whatever is happening in the future. So we're putting systems in place now to fight those battles, to make... Uh, the U.S. Space Force. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More agile and easier to deploy these sort of satellites. Most of Tentra One's components were completed by leveraging Millennium One's in-house capabilities, demonstrating the organically developed capabilities are a key enabler for executing programs on a tight schedule. Basically, what they're saying in basic English is, hey, we might not have a lot of time to do these things in the future, and we might have these missions that are time-critical. Say if we need something in 13 months, can we get it done? Tetra One shows that they can. You know, if they need 15 months, yeah, that's okay. And Tetra One, this first mission, shows that they're able to do that. So going forward, the Space Force, U.S. Space Force, will be building upon this technology. This is sort of a, a foundation for future technologies that the U.S. Space Force will be using. The pace set on Tetra One from contract award through readiness to launch presents represents what Boeing does best for our national security customers. So that's basically Boeing saying, and the suits up in Boeing, Mark Cherry, Vice President, General Manager, Boeing Phantom Works, um, saying, hey, we can do this job. You know, maybe, maybe you needed something really quick. You have a space force. You know what? We got you. That's what basically what they're saying. Small satellite. It's an Altair-class small satellite product line. It is the first of Millennium's Altair satellites to qualify for operations in the geosynchronous orbit space, 22,236 uh, miles from the Earth's surface. It's manifested on a Falcon Heavy rocket scheduled uh, for later this year. So Falcon Heavy rocket, no earlier than October 28th, 2022. So 1064. Coming back to land. 1065, coming back to land. 1066, expendable. We're not going to get that one back. So they're going to recover these boosters. And also these boosters are going to be flying for the first time. These are brand spanking new boosters. I know Elon Musk has talked about this in the past. That He said uh, he kind of likes used boosters. These new ones, he don't know how they're going to perform. I mean, they're brand new. They're right off the assembly line. They just built them. They just stacked them. They get them ready for this flight, but they're shiny. They're brand new. They're beautiful. They're white. They're, there's no char around them. They don't look like a burnt marshmallow like the rest of the boosters do. So 1064, 1065, 1066, all brand new, all shiny. But after this mission, 1064, 1065, definitely going to look like a burnt marshmallow. 1066, we're not going to see that one. It's going to be expendable. So future satellites, SpaceX is working. With the U.S. Space Force, they have a huge history 
of uh, working with the U.S. Space Force, the Department of Defense. They've launched multiple things with Falcon 9 rockets for the Department of Defense. They've used the Falcon Heavy with Department of Defense stuff. And in the future, they want to build Starship for the Department of Defense as well. And there's numerous, numerous ways that they can do this. And one of them is to deploy troops further out really fast and also could they be doing transport of logistical equipment such as uh, food, water, medicine, etc., with a starship in the future? Because you can get all the way across the world, all around the world, super fast, uh, within hours, if you will, to get this uh, these supplies, these necessary supplies around the world with a starship. And Falcon Heavy kind of builds that up. And they know that they can send things to orbit with a Falcon Heavy. And once Starship gets to orbit, hopefully, let's cross our fingers, everybody, later this year. Let me know in the comments if Starship is going to launch later this year. Because it's running out of time. October, November, December. We have already 10 days into October. So... Not that much time left, Elon. I hope it works out. I hope they launch by the end of this year. Let me know in the comments what you think. Also, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. And if you watched a few of these videos before, please hit the subscribe button. Really helps the channel. Helps you more because YouTube is going to recommend you more spaceflight stuff, not just from this channel, but from other space channels too. They're going to see that you like this stuff. And if you give this video a like too, they're going to even give you more uh, spaceflight content in the future. So thank you so much for all your support. Leave a comment below. When do you think Starship's going to launch? And uh, I'll see you next time. Take care.